Welcome to the Ignite Donuts podcast. I'm with Casey today, and this is episode 14, and we're talking about the start of classes and the start of the semester here at Central Michigan University and throughout the entire country. So Casey, it's a really exciting time, but also it's a kind of a scary time. It's a little different. So what are sort of some different things you've been doing to work Ignite Donuts in regards to the coronavirus and also resuming normal operations here on Central's campus? Yeah, our first priority are the students and the safety of the students. So we've been taking extra precautions when preparing the donuts that we sell on campus and elsewhere. And so by wearing masks, social distancing, wearing extra gloves, and washing our hands even more frequently and cleaning and sanitizing with a higher uh, potency, um, we've been taking those precautions, um, which is nice because CMU has also been taking those precautions and we've kind of just been following their lead on it. So they've been, a, be, been able to make those decisions and then we've been abiding those rules, those new guidelines. Um, and that's their biggest, biggest direction that has shifted uh, mm-hmm. is just the cleanly, cleansly, cleanliness as well as the, uh, just making sure that we keep the students safe in this cha- challenging environment. Right. I mean, Ignite Donuts was always cleanly, right? I mean, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's up a notch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, CMU has done a pretty remarkably good job, I think, of the communications behind the coronavirus. I mean, I saw on their social media, they had, you know, like a cardboard cutout of the president of the yeah. university saying, hey, put a mask on. Yeah. Fire I went up, on a run today. Up. Right. Fire up, mask up, which is a great, a great slogan for our students on the university. And I was running and I saw the signs that said, you know, this is what you need to do, social distance. So I think the university as a whole is setting a good example. And so I was honestly surprised how, I'll be honest, back in March, I was very concerned that we would not be able to sell at all. Like no donuts, no nothing. Like it was pretty scary time. So I'm very happy that um, we are able to sell and, the way Central's handled the coronavirus, it's able to some like normalcy, like some normal things to continue, right? Um, yeah. And we're still selling in the market, right? That's all the same. Students can still go in and order. And Yeah, the change on that is there's a wall or a clear plastic clear mm-hmm. wall or plexiglass, I should say, of some mm-hmm. sort, a divider on the countertops. Um, so even more pr- precaution precautionary measures being taken as well as everything is contactless. So any payments with flex dollars or payments just in credit cards, it's contactless. So the student employees are not touching any payments. Do So do they accept cash? Uh, that's a good question. I don't believe so right now. Really? So, because we tried doing coupons and they sh- said uh, they turned us away for the time right. being just because they don't want to have COVID, to touch. yeah, touching yeah. that, right, right. Yeah, That's interesting. I wonder if they accept cash. That's that could be question. a very, I have noticed that actually through other, um, you know, other stores, a lot of them aren't accepting cash anymore. And it used to be yeah. like cash is king, but now they're not accepting cash and you're having to, use, you know, older people always use cash. I think the biggest thing is that Meyer right now, like Meyer in the southeastern Michigan area, or even in Mount Pleasant, I think, you can't pay with cash at the self-checkouts. 
Yeah. Because they don't have enough coins. Yeah, it's coin short. Corona, short. You're right, because of coronavirus. By the way, that's because small businesses weren't open for so long, and it's the small businesses that move all the coins. But, you know, it used to be cash was always the best, and now it's like, oh, can you put that in a credit card? Can you Apple Pay that? You know, yeah. so that, it's a big shift, and I think we'll start to see that. And I guess companies like Square will do better. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, oh, I mean, at the end of the day, Square is the POS system, point and sale mm-hmm. system, and so they can adapt to a contactless payment method, which they already have that in place. But a lot of businesses um, that are POS related, not all of them are up to date because they didn't feel like mm-hmm. changing to the norm or right. the direction of the norm. And now they're forced to if they want to stay in business. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it is interesting for sure, especially even on the marketing material. We can't do coupons. We can't do handouts per se. Um, and so, you know, even po- posting flyers in public spaces is more challenging now than it was a year ago. And well, so, probably less people in public spaces in general. Less people yeah. in public spaces. And in addition to that, like, you know, they're, to my knowledge, they're not having public bulletin boards up there unless you're in a residence hall. And then you have to go through res life um, through that whole process. But thankfully, since we are technically affiliated with campus dining due to our contract, we do have our ins and outs that we can get by just because we're a vendor through mm-hmm. CMU. So um, there, there are ways that we can still market the business. And I understand but there's definitely that. some distinct challenges that for sure. we for didn't sure. anticipate. I mean, we have all these coupons. Let's just hand out coupons. Oh, wait. Right. Don't yeah. accept coupons. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, again, I'm very glad we're selling it all. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of, as a lot of businesses open up even though things are different, I think they'll be happy that they're open and all. Um, so you've been on campus a lot. Do you think there's more students, like there's the same number of students, or do you think the number of like people on campus is like decreased, staying the same, yeah. just just by your observation? You don't have the numbers, obviously, but I'm just curious what you have to Yeah, do. so I do think that, uh, that one challenging aspect is I can't go inside residence halls as much as I used to uh, mm-hmm. due to card access as well as you can't go on any other floor um, because you have to be a resident living there. But I, I would say across campus, numbers have gone down slightly, but I would also argue to say um, that numbers are spots, vacant spots are being f- filled more so. Uh, what I mean by that is CMU is in a unique circumstance that over the past couple of years they've actually had decreasing numbers living on campus mm-hmm. but then they're as you know chris they enforced this year is the first year that they're enforcing last year's first year students to now be required to live on campus once again That's and right. so um those spots are now not vacant and i think out of the 22 residence halls on campus only one of them is completely empty um, while every other one is booked. And so uh, I actually do have a number or kind of a number. North Campus has a, an 8% increase, I believe, or somewhere around there. Um, which an increase? Yeah. So it ends up being about 45 or to 50 uh, additional students that campus dining is feeding. And that's how I know that number. Um, but 
you know, I don't know in the next couple of weeks how many people will drop out or whatnot or choose not to be here. Right. So, well, but that's still a significant number who decide to come here or were forced to come here yeah, uh, yeah. despite the coronavirus, which I, I was concerned about that. But it, it, at least by those measures, North, I mean, North Campus was always a little empty compared to right. speaking. Yeah. Uh, but but it could be an indicator of the health of campus overall, which is really good. So yeah. how, how does so I was going to ask how does the decreasing student body affect like businesses on campus, like campus dining and like the bookstore? But it seems that the numbers might be around the same. So do you think there will be a significant effect, or do you think it'll kind of be business as usual? I do think business will conduct in the same. I think revenue numbers will be near the norm. I, I think business will adapt and it has adapted already. Mm -hmm. um, the business model may adapt slightly, but the revenue will still be there. A lot of meal plans have changed. Um, so students that used to get $250 on their preloaded student debit card, I believe now have $300, which actually helps us. Um, so they have more money to buy donuts. And there you go. <laughs> I, I, I do think some of the meal plans have changed slightly due to that. Okay. So uh, it's very interesting how they have been able to figure it out and bring up some of the costs so they can break, well, make the profits that their objectives that they need, their quotas. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't know. It'll be definitely interesting. I, I will say, though, if CMU and colleges and universities across have another setback and students have, have to leave. Um, I do think it's going to be pretty detrimental for the nation um, because it's just going to be another big loss. Yeah. I mean, it was one thing to cut the semester short in March, you know, you're cutting it short. Yeah. But to start and then end again, that would be really uh, not good. Yeah. Um, and that, that, that segues into the other thing I wanted to ask is talk about is the local economy. The local economy in Mount Pleasant is uh, certain aspects of it are reliant on students. Some of it obviously yep. don't rely on students at all because it's such yeah. a big, it's, it's a big ish town. <laughs> uh, yeah. But so, some of these businesses are like directly relying on students. And I guess some of them have survived through COVID. I noticed that the, the, the Ponder coffee shop in North Campus is still closed. Yep. I don't know if they're going to open again. Yeah, um, they're not planning to. Um, they announced a couple weeks ago that for the time being, at least, I believe for the fall semester, they plan not to reopen. Um, Do they have another location downtown? Yeah, downtown. So they've been slightly busy there. But yeah, all businesses have taken an impact in some way, some for the better, some for the worse. Like liquor stores, they're doing phenomenal right now um, <laughs> because people like to buy beer and alcohol. And while other businesses like IHOP or Italian Oven is no longer in business, and that was a sl slightly separate. Really? I did not know that. Yeah. So to my knowledge, um, the company that owned um, Inspired Concepts they sold it to someone else and then the uh, the other person or the other company chose not to reopen it or maybe they're going to use that space for something else but to my knowledge that's the story there and ruby tuesdays is closed as well and um so wow. those are two store restaurants that um kind of been known here but 
I mean, now there's Popeye's Louisiana uh, chicken or chicken. that place. Yeah. Um, that place is opening up because Tiki Pineapple. What a terrible time to open up. I know. Wow. Yeah, we'll they already you. had that place before. Right. So they, they failed once, and now they're coming back again. So we'll see what happens. But um, <laughs> why would you, <laughs> if your business place. fails, why would you start it over again? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, read I guess I article, <laughs> Yeah. I read an article saying that they feel more prepared and, um, you know they have a little uh, bit more experience under their belt here but we'll see we'll see, well, <laughs> we'll see about that i'll believe that when i see it. i'm rooting for the popeye's chicken don't get me wrong but <laughs> why would you open i just can't uh okay i hope they do something different yeah but <laughs> I, to answer your question specifically yeah businesses have taken a, a huge impact on it mm -hmm. um and this is their busy season is when students arrive um, you know, takeout delivery is big now, and over the past few years, it's been big. And I, I remember when I used to work at Italian Oven during this time of year, it was always packed because of football games and just local residents and local people. And there's there. no football games. And there's right. no football games, and so that's you know, just huge. I mean, that that's you know, huge. On our side, we can't sell with our food cart because there's no football games there. And then in addition to that. You know, that's probably tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars that the campus dining is not making wow. uh, in those yeah. football games. So, yeah, things have changed definitely. But I do think at the end of the day, CMU has done the right steps. I don't know if whether or not it's enough steps. And at the end of the day, I don't know if it's on CMU. It's on the students to actually take those precautionary measures. So, It'll be interesting because I don't think CMU <clears throat> is necessarily um, putting us in a bad position. I do think students could put us in a bad position when they choose not to follow some of these guidelines and then those guidelines aren't enforced um, because no one may have saw that one or two people or how many people that weren't wearing a mask or social distancing. So, but yeah, we'll see. Mm -hmm. Right. There's a lot of um, social responsibility that goes into this and responsibility on us as a business, a food service to, hey, wear a mask and we're serving and making or whatever, but also for students to yeah. follow all of these guidelines so we can all stay open right. and not have a post-apocalyptic future where everyone goes home again and stays inside, which, by the way, would be extremely depressing in the wintertime. Yeah. Hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs> I agree. So I think the first three three weeks will be a testament testimony mm -hmm. to, uh, of where we are going, and um, because it's inevitable, people will get sick. People are, are near people, but whether it's mm -hmm. COVID related or not is going to be the question. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, any business, any person's got to play each day one day at a time and so to see where it goes um you know it's kind of a model on like one day at a time in a way because mm -hmm. living the present present life uh, probably gain some anxieties but also push away some futuristic ones that you can't control right i think you're you're very right by saying that I, we have to live it here and now and that's kind of yeah. all you can do right now and 
I know we at Night Donuts are making the best of that, and I hope the students make the best of their experience here on campus while doing it safe. So, with that in mind, thanks so much for talking with me, Casey. Do you have anything else to say before we go? Thank you for inviting me back onto the show. Um, you know, I, I always look forward to having conversations yeah. with you, Chris, and I'm looking forward to a strong semester with new guests on this show and um, a whole lot of positive conversations that you will be able to implement. Thank you all so much for listening to Ignite Donuts podcast, episode 14. Fire up, mask up, and if you're interested, Ignite Donuts is selling a special Ignite Donuts mask so you can mask up and have a great design on your face to show off to everybody. And you can pick up a hat and just have the meshing set. So that in mind, guys, thank you. We'll see you next week.